Hey everybody, welcome to today's Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation brought to you by Elite Marketing Pro. My name is Vitaly Grimblet, I'm Chief Copywriter here at EMP, and today we're going to talk about how to make it easy for them to say yes. Now I apologize in advance, um, I'm a little bit under the weather, got a cold yesterday, and this morning I woke up with uh, barely able to, to talk, so um, I got my undisclosed secret uh, beverage here to soothe my throat and keep my spirits up. <laughs> so, hey, Tracy. Let's see, I have, see people popping on. Teresa, Curtis, Annalie, Tracy, how are you guys doing? Hope everybody's doing well. Gloria, hey, good to see you, Gloria. So, uh, all right, so I'm from time to time, I'm going to, hey, Don, I'm going to take a sip of this just to make sure that I can keep talking. So, uh, and I just want to make sure that we're live. Yep, we're live. So good. All right. So we're going to talk about how to make it easy for them to say yes, right? Um, so years ago when I was in direct sales, I was, um, at first when I got started, it seemed like a big task to get people to say yes to the sale, right? Because I had to get on the phone with them, sit down with them, do a presentation and you know, go, to, go through the whole thing. And then in the end, I wanted to make a sale. Sometimes it took one visit. Sometimes it took a couple of visits. Um, but uh, ultimately, that was the goal at the end. And so the goal was to get the big yes. And then at some point during my training, uh, during one of the trainings that I, that I many trainings that I underwent in, in that business, um, I discovered that actually the whole goal there is when you get the big, to get the big yes, really your goal is to get a bunch of small yeses you know, from the starting point all the way to the big yes. And that makes it a lot easier. And so it's no different online. You know, if you look at uh, your prospects, you know, you're, you're creating an ad, you've got a blog post, um, your or maybe a capture page, and you're you're looking to <clears throat> drive you're, you're driving traffic. Ultimately, yes, you want to make a sale, but you have to look at the sequence that your prospect goes through in order for them to say yes at the end. You have to get a, a number of yeses in between. And so today, I want to talk about six specific things that you need to get your prospect to say yes to on their road to the ultimate yes, which is when they take out their credit card and buy your product or join your business and whatever the end result, whatever the end goal is, okay? And so with that, uh, let's look at the first one, which is uh, attention. You gotta get people to say yes to actually looking at your ad if you're running an ad on Facebook. Um, so how do you do that? How do you stand out in the newsfeed? How do you get people to say yes to you? You do it with your image, you do it with your headline, Okay, that's the first thing. And so don't when you're creating your ad, you have to kind of not think about the big picture of what you're trying to do to get them to say yes to your product or your business opportunity. You have to look at exactly what that transaction is, what, what, what yes you're trying to get in that first step. And that is to actually look at your ad. Because if they don't look at your ad, if, they don't, if you don't catch their attention, if you don't get them to take that first little step, then the rest doesn't matter. Okay. And so the first thing is to really, you know, to think about getting their attention. Now, the next step is, is to get them to click. You want to say yes. You, you want them to say yes to clicking on your ad, right? In other words, how do you get them to move forward, right? You got their attention. What are you going to do to get them to click? Now, there are different philosophies on, on, on exactly how to do that. You know, you got to test ultimately. But I believe that a lot of times people, and I'm speaking from personal experience like me as a consumer, when I see an ad in my newsfeed, I don't usually read the entire ad. Now, that not, that's not to say that everybody doesn't. Uh, I think some people do, obviously. But 
I personally don't click on see more and read the entire ad if it's a long ad. What I look at is I look at the image, you know, that caught my attention, and I immediately look at the headline. If the headline promises a good benefit, then I, you know, then it makes me curious what's on the other side. And then I, what I usually do is I quickly glance at the text at the top, the body copy. And before, what I'm talking about at the top is if, if you have a long ad and it says see more, you got to click to see more. Well, I'm only looking at the first part right there. If that's enough to catch my interest, then I will click and I will move forward and see what's on the other side. If it doesn't, I usually don't bother reading the rest of the ad. That's just me. Okay, not everybody's like that. But you have to think about that. And so if you're trying to sell the click and you're trying to get people to say yes to that little uh, uh, conversion point, get them to the next page, your landing page, then you have to do everything in your power in your headline and in the first, uh, I think it's the first six or seven lines that are visible before the ad expands, expands and you know you click on see more to get them to say yes, okay? The rest is important too, but the, the, the initial at the top of the ad is more critical than anything else because if that doesn't get them to uh, continue, then they're not going to read the rest, okay? So that's a conversion point you have to think about. And I would focus really on the headline because your headline carries with it, it has to carry the benefit. If, if, if you have a good benefit in your headline, if it's strong, if it's curiosity-provoking, if it speaks directly to what your audience wants, most likely they'll click, okay? So attention, click. The next thing is they land on your page, right? I just want to take a quick look at the comments. Just want to make sure if you guys see if you have any questions. All right, so far so good. So, so they land on your page. Then what happens? Well, this is where, actually, I wrote a blog post about this today, or not, I'm sorry, not a blog post. I wrote an email about this to a blog post that Andrew Drawn wrote um, about a big black hole in advertising and marketing in your traffic campaigns, and that's what happens after they click on your ad. They land on your page, and especially if this is a blog post, and this is where a lot of people drop off because just because you haven't uh, or just because you have gotten them to click on, on, the, on the ad, that doesn't mean they're going to stick around and continue reading the rest of the, of the story, okay? You have to sell them, and so that's your step number three. You have to sell them on reading the blog post. You have to, you have to get them to say, yes, I want to consume this content. I want to read the rest of the blog post. How do you do that? Well, you have to hook them into doing it, right? You have to continue the conversation that the ad started, whatever the promise was, was, was in the ad, and you have to continue that thought process in your blog post. And so today's blog post that Andrew Drawn put out, which I sent an email earlier uh, about today, it actually talks about that. It talks about five different ways of hooking your prospect and getting them to stay on the page and, and basically uh, not letting them go. All right? I think it's super important. Of all the things that you can do on your blog post, I think this is probably one of the most important things. They're all important, but that right there, the, the, the opening of your blog, also called the lead the hook, it has to, it, it has to be really, really uh, um, uh, sticky. In other words, you have to grab it, it has to grab them, and it has to make them want to continue. And so you want to give some thought as to how to do that. You maybe pose a question, maybe say something uh, uh, provo provocative, uh, curiosity-provoking. Okay, now Andrew explains all that in the blog post, so I'm not going to get into that right now. But you have to spend some time and think about, okay, I got them to click. How do I keep them on the page? What can I say to make them want to read further? Okay, and this is where I would spend a lot of time. I've taken a lot of different copywriting courses and training. I've talked to a lot of copywriters, and I discovered that uh, the, the bigger companies who run these big multi-million dollar promotions, they spend an enormous amount of time, like 
um, you're, you're probably going to you're probably going to be shocked. Uh, they spend weeks and sometimes even months coming up with the right hook. So you don't need to spend weeks. You don't need to spend months. We're not talking about you know a big ad with multi multi million dollar promotion, but it just goes to show you the importance of coming up with that hook. And so you have to think about that. You have to ask yourself this question, how can I get my prospect to stay on the page? Okay, so that's your third yes, and that's uh, selling the, the person, your prospect, on reading the blog post. The next one is value, right? You have to sell them on the value. They have to say, yeah, this I'm reading this stuff, I'm reading these tips from Vitaly, and they look very uh, valuable to me. Because if they don't, they don't nod their head and say internally that, yeah, this looks pretty valuable, they have no reason to continue reading. They have no reason to opt in and to really believe anything you say because it's like, oh, you know, it's just, it's just boring information. So you have to make it valuable. You have to always be thinking, if you're going to get somebody to click on an ad and come to your blog post, you might as well provide good, solid value. You don't need to give every single thing, every single tip. You don't need to uh, uh, create a product out of it, but you have to provide value. You have to, and, and, and the way I measure that is, have you delivered on the promise of the ad? So if you promise something in your advertisement, in your ad, whatever they clicked on, the question is, your blog post or your capture page, does it deliver on that promise? If it does, then your prospect is going to be pleased, and they're going to go, yep, this is valuable, this looks good, I'm going to continue. If it doesn't, they're out of there. They'll be like, ah, oh, I just wasted my, I just wasted, you know, whatever, a minute of my time. And so all this happens very, very quickly, right? These people don't know you. This is cold traffic. They're... You have no trust with them yet, right? They don't know you. They don't like you. They don't trust you yet. They don't. So before you establish that, you have to go through the sequence. You have to, you have to understand what's going on in their head in order for them to say yes. Okay. Now, once you have trust, you know, once people trust you and once you have a relationship with them, that's different. Okay. I'm not saying you don't need to provide value, but, but it's, it's different. It's not the same sequence anymore. But initially, it is that sequence. So getting them to say yes to the value. And then the final one, I'm sorry, not the final one, number five is opt-in, okay? So the final one on the page, uh, but that's not our final one just yet, is getting them to opt-in. This is another place where I see people drop the ball. So you did a good job with the post, right? They've read to the end. But then if you want them to get on your list, what you have to do is you have to sell them, right? Sell them at getting the lead magnet or whatever, you've, whatever you're promising for them in exchange for, for their email. So if it's the internet recruiting boot camp or social media recruiting guide or the three messenger uh, scripts or whatever whatever it is, or maybe it's, it's a lead magnet of your own, you have to tell them why it's a benefit. There is that another word again, right? Benefit, why it's a benefit to them to opt in and, and, and jump on your list and grab this course, this training, this guide, this video, whatever you're giving away. A lot of times I see people describe what this report is or describe what this training is. And that's fine, but describing it is listing the features, like you're going to get this great internet recruiting boot camp. Well, what does it mean? Like, what is that going to do for me? How is that going to make my life better? As a network marketer who, and you should know who your audience is, how is getting this internet recruiting boot camp going to make my life easier, going to make my business better? That's what you have to ask yourself when you're creating a call to action for your lead magnet. All right, let me just quickly check the comments here. All right. No questions, good. All right, so number five is opt-in. And then number six, and this is another area that you really need to think about, is your offer, okay? So what happens after they opt-in? Because you got them to click, 
right? You got them to read. You got them to, they, they said yes to the value. They said yes to your lead magnet. They opted into your list. But that's not the end, right? That's just actually the beginning because now, ultimately, you want people to buy your product or join your business. And so you have to think about what do you need to say on that next page? Like what's the next step that you need this person to take in order for them to say yes to your product or to your business opportunity or whatever your offer is on that page? And so that's another yes. That's another conversion point. So think about the product that you're promoting. Like if you're running an ad right now or if you're thinking of launching an ad, think about that end product that you want them to purchase. And ask yourself, okay, they, they opt in and like put yourself in, in your prospect's shoes and actually opt in. This is what I do. Like go through your blog post or through your capture page, opt in, go to the next page as a cold prospect waiting for the promised report or the boot camp or whatever. And then what do you have to say on that page in order for them to actually be open to looking at a product and consider getting it, okay? And it's not very difficult. Again, you need to state the benefit of why they should check something out, right? What's in it for them? If you always focus on them, if you focus on what the benefit is, you're not you're you're going to get them to move forward, okay? So that's in a nutshell. Six. Those are six things that I look at, and we can get more granular. You know, you can break it down into more more things than that. But those are the six things that we have time for in this training. Kind of a a, a broad overview of the six yeses that I consider crucial to get before you ask them for the final uh, yes, which is buying your product or joining your business. So again, it's attention, right? Getting attention, getting them to click, getting them to read, getting them to say, yeah, I see value in this, um, getting them to opt in, and then saying yes to checking out your offer. So what I like to do is I like to ask questions. I think asking questions is the key to this whole thing, okay, to the key, the key to actually uh, coming up with great content and great marketing and great copywriting. So as you go through each of these steps, simply ask the question. What do I need to say to get this person to uh, actually look at my ad? What do I need to say to get them to click? How can I make it super compelling for them to actually stick around and invest the next five minutes of their life to read my blog post, right? How can I make this valuable so they go, wow, I really like what this guy or what this gal has to say. I want to find out more. This is, this is good stuff. Like how can you make your content shine like that? And then what can you say to make it a complete no-brainer for them to enter their email? Again, I'm using these words like no-brainer, but that's how your call to action has to be. It has to be so compelling that they'd have to be crazy not to want to enter their email. And of course, not everybody's going to enter their email. But if you approach your marketing this way, you're going to come up with stuff. You're going to come up with sales copy and marketing copy. It's going to be a lot more compelling and it's going to get a lot more people to say yes. And then finally, what can you say? On that thank you page, on that next step, maybe in your email, in your first follow-up email, to get these people really open and really interested to checking out the product that you're promoting or the business opportunity. And so those are the six yeses. I hope this helps you guys. Any questions on this? Just looking at the comments. How long should I let it run before editing? John's asking. Um, not sure. What do you, what do you mean? What, what, let what run? Are you talking about an ad? Or, or the blog post. Uh, I'm going to wait for John to respond. Okay, I don't, I don't see your, maybe, maybe the comment is delayed, so I'm going to come back and answer this. But, yeah, just go ahead and post in there what, you, what you're talking about, whether you're talking about an ad or, 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 uh, or a blog post or what, what exactly the question is. So 
Um, Add or blog, John's asking. Okay, so that's a great question. How long should you let it run? Well, you got to test, okay? And uh, we usually recommend to people that you, if it's an ad, you wait for 3,000 reach. So you want your ad to reach 3,000 people uh, before you make any kind of decisions, okay? And then you can take a look and see, okay, uh, is this ad generating clicks? And is this ad generating any leads? So let's say it's generating clicks, but it's not generating any leads. So what do you do? Well, you, you, you fix the ad. So something is going on with the ad most likely, okay? You don't worry about the blog post. You worry about the ad. I'm sorry. Let me back up. <laughs> sorry. If it's generating clicks but not leads, uh, then it's the blog post. If it's not generating clicks, then it's the ad, okay? So look at it, you know, what, where, where the breakdown is. If, if the ad is running and it's not generating a lot of clicks, then you got to fix the ad. If it's generating clicks but no leads, then something is going on with the blog post. And that's where you look at the opening, the value, the opt-in, okay? If you're getting clicks and you're getting leads, but you're not making sales, then how can you optimize the next step, all right? So hopefully this helps. All right, cool. Well, I appreciate all your comments, guys. I enjoy doing this, and my voice actually held up. It must be a psychological thing that, you know, when you know you're, you, you need to perform, all of a sudden uh, the the powers kick in and, and my voice actually didn't give in. So that's, that's good. So thanks for hopping on guys. And I look forward to seeing you next time. All right. Take care, everybody.